Welcome to the REI Foundation Podcast, where we cover all the steps and strategies to make your real estate dreams a reality. Now your hosts, Jason and Peely. Hi, everyone, and welcome again to the Real Estate Investing Foundation Podcast with Jason and Peely. We have the absolutely delight of having MC Lobster on our podcast. Welcome, MC. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. Excited to be here. Well, absolutely excited to have you. And if you don't know MC, you do know the Cashflow Ninja. So on that point, we're really psyched to have him on today. And a little bit about MC. MC is a wealth strategist, educator, and financial freedom fighter. He's the president and CEO of Producers Wealth and creator and host of the popular and top-rated business and investing podcast, Cashflow Ninja. His purpose and mission is to help producers and creators create, protect, and multiply their wealth in any economy without getting ripped off by Wall Street and their governments. MC challenges existing societal belief systems and misinformation around concepts such as money, saving, investing, wealth, and retirement. And we're very excited to jump in here today. MC, thank you so much for being on with us. And let's just do a, a quick uh, recap here. I mean, so you have so much going on here. We talked a little bit off air, but... What really started in your real estate? What was the first thing that you said, well, this is the direction I'm going? You know, real estate as an, as an asset class for me moves a little slower. So you could see it coming. You could see trends. You could position yourself for it. Uh, and you can capitalize it. It's not something like Bitcoin, for instance, where you wake up, uh, you, you know, you wake up in, uh, overnight and all of a sudden it's all gone, right? So I like the fact that it moves a little bit slower. I like the fact that it's as positioned favor favorably as possible as far as taxes. And I also really like uh, the, the whole idea uh, of cash flow that it provides, right? So cash flow appreciation, tax advantages. So it just made, uh, made a lot of sense for me. Boom. So. And sense. if people ask you today in a, just like a quick elevator pitch, if they say, MC, what do you do? What do you tell them? Uh, I would say that uh, I'm in the wealth creation business. We have a wealth creation firm, uh, not a wealth management firm because we don't manage people's money. We assist and help our clients in implementing and executing strategies so, uh, and help them uh, to, to create processes and systems for wealth creation. So I would say we're in the wealth creation business, not the wealth management. So uh, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're there to support them and coach them um, and advise them. You guys can create wealth for me anytime you want. So that said, if I came to you and I was like, MC, I need your help. I, I'm, looking, I'm looking at getting into real estate. I have a few flips going on. How would you help me? Yeah, so the first thing that we would we would take a look at it is, is, is some of your goals, all right? And then we would set up systems and processes for you to, to predictably help you to get your goals as quickly as possible. So uh, two things that we focus on, uh, two concepts, is liquidity and then cash flow. So, uh, and those two concepts and terms are, are used a lot by family offices. I had a I had a meeting with some folks in that space and they mentioned it constantly. So we would set up a liquidity system for you first because money has to reside somewhere. So we try to set it up as, uh, as, as well, let me, let me rephrase that. We try to position the, your money as favorably for taxes as possible, right? So for instance, we would take a look at um, 
we would take a look at a dividend paying whole life insurance policy with a mutual insurance company because it has guarantees, predictability, tax, uh, it grows tax free in there. Uh, and then it also has the ability to do multiple things simultaneously in different places. So that's why we, we, we park a lot of our money there as opposed to IRAs and brokerage accounts and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then we would leverage the money in our liquidity system to put it into income producing assets, uh, such as for the, the flips. Um, so you're your own bank at that stage. And once your flip is completed, and you've made your profits and you've uh, sold the property, you can direct the cash back into the liquidity system and move on to your next project uh, and your next flip and uh, rinse and repeat. Nice, nice. You're, you're talking my language because we were talking a little bit off camera and you were saying something about systems. What are systems and why do you need them? Yeah, systems is just um, a, a set of processes and procedures within a specific area of your business. And what they do is that they allow predictability and they also allow you to track and monitor them. So for your business, for instance, I know from a marketing standpoint uh, that if I do a certain a couple of things, I would have a certain amount of leads, right? And mm -hmm. from those leads, I would have a certain amount of people that actually go through my funnel, watch my webinar, and eventually come onto my list and from that, I can kind of figure out how many people would actually consult uh, with us and then how many people we would convert in, in, in doing clients. Now, if I don't have the leads, I know that there's something wrong with my messaging. I'm not doing, I'm doing something wrong in that area. If I'm not, if I'm getting the leads, I'm getting people to watch the content. I'm getting people actually to get on the phone uh, with one of our advisors, but that's not converting into clients. I know that there's a, you know, there's a bottleneck, for instance, in the conversion in the sales part of it. Because you have a system, you can track and monitor it and make adjustments and figure out where things are not efficient. So you stay on top of your business constantly. And with investing, it's the same thing. You know, um, we utilize the, uh, the, the, the system and procedures that I just mentioned for you that includes um, the strategy of cash flow banking, right, that uses insurance uh, and kind of dovetails it with uh, the real estate asset clause. So we know uh, if, we, if we're not parking our money in there, first you gotta make money, then you gotta protect it, cash flow banking protects it, and then you have to multiply it. So uh, it, we, we try to keep it very simple, to systematize things, make sing, things simple uh, and easier to track and monitor and to get predictable results uh, when you do uh, things uh, over and over uh, within your business. Maybe uh, if you could talk to an example here for systems, what, what someone, uh, if you're talking about someone who's trying to ramp up their flipping business or create a uh, passive income stream through rentals, what, what is steps that you see investors taking where they're usually off path and you help to redirect them? Yeah. So one of the things that uh, I consult with my, with my clients with is the goals, right? Of what they want to accomplish and what they want to achieve. And the biggest mistake that I see people make is, well, I want to achieve financial freedom and independence through real estate. But then they still have all these other things going on because guys, collectively, we all have the attention span of a gnat, right? There's so many sh shining objects and so many moving things. And what, wait, what was that? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I don't even know if I have that for a gnat. So you're giving me a lot of credit here, but I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we always, uh, we always look at all these shiny objects and things around um, and we get just distracted easily. So 
when you do have systems and processes in place, it kind of like takes away that. But um, yeah, what I do see people would say, hey, I want to achieve financial freedom through real estate. Well, why do you still have money in a mutual, uh, mutual funds, right? Why do you have money sitting in this account doing nothing? Why are you scattered all over the place with all these eggs and many different baskets? Why aren't you focused, laser focused, uh, like the, this is what successful investors and billionaires do? Um, why aren't you doing that? So that's the biggest mistake that I see people do right away is they just, uh, yeah, they're very distracted. They know where they want to go, but they don't align all of their assets and their resources to be able to achieve that. So it would be the same thing of me trying to get from, uh, to LA from New York, right? So I would go and, and now I'm going to Chicago and I'm, I'm putting in a half a tank of gas, right? It's just, you got to figure out where you want to go and then you have to get all of your resources and your, uh, aligned and then uh, systematize that to get you where you want to go. Love it. Love it. And so you, you have so many different real estate businesses and, and businesses for helping wealth generation, wealth creation for your customers with really just hitting on all cylinders. How have you been able to get to this level? Is it trial by error? Have you, have you leveraged mentors? What, what has really allowed you to get over this hurdle and just create this dynamic business? Yeah, I would say it's, it's a little bit of both. So it's trial by error, definitely. It's yeah. mentors, it's coaches. Because uh, that's, you know, for me, the, the, the quickest way to get results, and this is kind of, I wish someone told me this 20 years ago, uh, was to find someone that's already doing what you're doing what you want to do, study everything on them and be very selective, right? I, st I pick about five people every year to study what, the what they're doing. And, and that's almost too many because uh, five people is a lot. So I'm still trying to trim it down a little bit, but find someone that's already doing what you want to do, learn and study and, and just consume everything on them uh, and, and see what they're doing. And then also bringing coaches and mentors to help you implement and execute that strategy and network, right? A community that keeps you accountable, uh, that helps, you know, keeps you motivated. For me, I always want to surround my people that I feel like, well, what am I doing in the room? I don't belong here, right? So it raises kind of my game. Uh, and then it's just back to planning it out, mapping it out and putting uh, in systems and procedures. And you'll do that with the help of a good coach. Fantastic. Absolutely. Who are the five people that you're following right now? Oh, so at the moment for me right now, where I'm uh, really, really, uh, the, the three people I'm really studying, uh, Grant Cardone, uh, studying everything on him, what he's doing, his social media, his marketing, and so exit. forth. Yep, 10 exit. So mm -hmm. Ty Lopez uh, is someone that I nice. follow and study and, and, and look at, uh, constantly looking at what he's doing. And of course, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, who you cannot keep, you know, Keep up with Robert and see what him and Kim and the Rich Dad community uh, is up to. And then the other two, um, I kind of like pick things uh, and people of where I want to go. So I'm always studying what, what, what JLD is doing, John Lee Dumas. We've mentioned him before yes. because he's always, he's always re-engineering his business. He's always trying to take it to a next level and making adjustments along the way. I mean, he's been so successful that a lot of folks would just kind of keep doing what they're doing right but he's he's trying to win the next season uh and then from an online marketing strategy i would say like the law uh, the, the the other guy that i'm also studying uh because he's kind of doing what i would like to do is, is mike dillard so i've been a mike dillard student for quite a while he's uh 
He's an absolute ninja online with digital marketing. Uh, and he's also positioning himself for the educational trend, which I think this is just going to snow snowball. I think that uh, there's going to be a, a, an enormous opportunity uh, for education online right well there is right now and there will be for the next uh five to ten years fantastic so everybody that's just listened to that go back rewind it you need to listen to the top five people that mc just said that you need to follow and follow them they're all great great people pioneers in this industry and so you, you've created this great brand let's talk a little bit about branding what what really stands out for you about creating a brand what are some tidbits that you could give to listeners who are out there that are tr trying to create a niche for themselves whether it's in their brand to for creating a real estate investment firm or their brand trying to be uh, a podcaster or uh, a social media expert what, what's something that really stands out for you creating a brand yeah, and thank, thank you for that. Um, branding is super, super important. That's, that's the one way that you're going to differentiate yourself in the marketplace uh, is a strong, powerful brand because there's a lot of folks out there. We're, you know, we live in a very busy time. So uh, for me, what I, you know, in creating a brand is trying to figure out exactly first what you stand for, um, what you're looking to accomplish with this brand, um, because a brand has to reflect um, the company's core beliefs, uh, the company's philosophy, and the principles and values of it. And I think once you have that, that established um, and you communicate that, and, and then also the brand also has to have a why, right? Like the Cashflow Ninja, we're trying to help folks in a very fast-changing environment share information to help them create income uh, in this new economy, right? And in the information age. So we have a very big why. Um, I don't come from a lot of money. Um, you know, my folks are, are uh, middle, middle class. I grew up middle class. We've, um, I've seen a lot of financial pain in my life. Uh, I've had a lot of financial pain personally. So that ties into my why and the, and the, and the brand's why. And then it's also, as Simon Sinek um, talks about a lot, is to communicate the why in the brand. And I think um, that's one thing that uh, we try to do. We try to get better at it every, every time we, an opportunity that we can um, is just communicate the, the, this why. So folks don't necessarily know, uh, wanna know what you do and how you do it, but also why you do it. Um, and um, you know, have some fun with it. You know, we're also a little bit of a rebel brand with crazy colors and a ninja and you know, crazy sounds. So. Um, you have to be entertaining. You know, I try to be, <laughs> I'm not doing, I'm doing, not doing stand up anytime soon, but I think, um, I think when you're passionate too about what you do, people connect, uh, with, with, uh, authenticity, right? So, uh, being authentic is important because I think there's a, the online world is full of folks in cars and boats and popping champagnes and all these lies. But I think what people really connect to is, is seeing that, you know, it's a real person. They have real problems and issues. They're trying to figure stuff out too. You know, I'm not the foremost authority on anything. I'm just trying to figure stuff out along the way and sharing my journey. Uh, and I think that's important for brands too, is never ever lose that authenticity. Um, you know, we see, I, I look at a lot of what's happening outside in the media right now too. Uh, one of the things that I study a lot um, every day is, is just this evolution. Media has completely changed. Um, so one of the reasons um, 
that I mentioned that is to tie into authenticity and connecting with your audience. And I think that's, for instance, that a, the, a lot of the big networks, they've lost that. And I think you could see that in the numbers and the folks moving away to online YouTube shows uh, and so forth and streaming more rather than uh, turning in and, and, and watching TV, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, exactly. Well, since you mentioned it, because we don't usually ask this until the end of the pod podcast, but what is your big why? Yeah, I would say for, for me, though, it's, it's uh, my, my super, super big why, just from a personal level, is just to create the life of my dreams for myself and my family. First, right, my, my wife and my son, and super excited. We, uh, we're, uh, we're having another one joining our family in December. All right. So thank you. Yeah, so Congratulations. Uh, that's my big wise is my, my, my immediate family and also my family uh, that's still in South Africa um, and all across the world. My sister is in Australia. Um, and then because of, that, because of that why, it ties into the why of my business, right, is because of uh, entrepreneurs and investors trying to live amazing lives and, and do uh, reach their full potential. Uh, they know that they have to produce as much value for other folks to be able to do that, right? You know, yeah. no man's an island. You know, if I want to get what I want, was it Zig Ziglar that said that? I, wanna, I need to help other folks get what they want. So uh, because I'm trying to fulfill my potential and trying to do that, I'm trying to help as many other people uh, do the same thing. So it kind of ties in uh, a little bit together. But uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, you definitely do need a solid, solid foundation and core block. Uh, and family's definitely been, uh, been one for me. Fantastic. And we love foundations here. Yeah, that's exactly right. I was just going to jump on that point. And so talking about the financial struggle, there, there's just millions of people that are, that are in this boat today. What keeps them on the sidelines? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So people struggle financially, I think, because uh, of what they know and what they don't know. So, and what I mean by that is I think that there's a, there's a huge problem with education. Uh, and that's why there's such an opportunity, right? There's a huge, huge problem. Uh, the school system is obsolete. Um, it's, it's a model that's so outdated. Uh, people are not taught anything about money. Um, it's based on the Prussian school model for folks that want to research that, that was designed to create factory workers in the industrial age and good soldiers. So we still have bells ringing in schools telling people when to eat, you know, when to, yeah. when yeah. to take a break, just like in factories, right? Because it, it was all connected. So um, there's no money being taught. So I think all the knowledge and stuff that, that is, is being taught to them and the knowledge base that people have about money is everything that they hear uh, on the, in the media. And that's all sales pitches. That's a system that's designed for two, two parties and two parties only, and that's the government and Wall Street. So everything that they think that they know that they should do actually benefits those parties. You know, max out your 401k, buy, buy a house right away, right? A primary residence. Um, go to school and take on massive amount of college debt. Uh, I mean, just think about it. Every, your biggest expense, taxes. Every single thing uh, that you're being taught to do benefits two parties that control the game. You know, um, Robert K. Saki's got a great game, Cash Flow, the Cash Flow board game. Your Love listeners might have played that game. Mm -hmm. um, one of the big things is Robert basically shows you the game 
uh, not just the board game, but the game that's out there. You know, you have the rat race, which is where the trap, which people are in. They live, they, they consume, they spend, and they just try to survive. And they, for some reason, cannot get out of it because they do everything that they've been told through media and financial advisors to do. And then you have the fast track. That's where the accredited investors are in, uh, in real life, right? That's where you get to invest directly into oil and gas and um, a lot of commodity projects and gold and silver mines, directly invest into real estate projects. That's where all the big deals are. So that should be the primary goal, not just in the board game, but also in real life, is to try and not get stuck in that rat race, uh, but try to figure out how to escape the rat race and get into the far, uh, get into the fast track. And um, one of the things that I do love about the game is the players in the game. You can either be a nurse, you could be a doctor, you could be a teacher, um, because it's so true. It doesn't matter where you start or what you're doing. Uh, anyone can, if they apply themselves, educate themselves and invest in their own education, get out of that rat race and uh, get on the fast track. Nice. So what would your first, I guess, advice be for anybody who's stuck in the rat race? How do they get out of it? The first thing that they have to do is uh, to acknowledge that they're there. Uh, you know, we humans, we're interesting creatures. So we don't like to admit that we're wrong. Uh, and we've got this whole societal thing going on as well, where, you know, we, we have to keep up with the Joneses, which is bankrupt, by the way. The Joneses is drowning in debt next door and, and uh, they're trying to figure it out too. So we have to admit that first, you know, we're stuck in the rat race. And then the second thing that we have to admit is that, you know, I don't know what I need to know to get out of the rat race. And I think therein lies the big thing about education to then try and Educate yourself, invest in yourself, uh, invest in your education, find mentors, find coaches. They're all online. YouTube has got a ton of free content. Uh, and then kind of start from there. That's what I would say where people would start is first, you got to realize there's a problem. Second, um, educate yourself. Know that your best thinking got you to where you are currently. You know, when I was down in the dumps, uh, low point in my life, that was a very, very hard pull to swallow, but um, my best thinking got me to where I was. And a different type of thinking was gonna get me out of that. Um, and then the other thing that I also wanna say is you always have to educate yourself. So for instance, your goal, uh, your goals uh, shift and change, right? So if you, for instance, uh, go up in the levels, like you, uh, for instance, the first thing that I would say that folks need to do is establish financial security is the first level then financial uh, independence and economic independence. That's where your, um, your income from your businesses or your investments or your passive income exceeds your living expenses. And then financial freedom ties into that and then financial significance. All right, now what? You know, I've got all this money. Uh, I support my charities. Uh, I live the life that I want. Now what? Um, all of those levels require a different mindset a change of thinking, a uh, different education, a different group of people that's, that, that you surround yourself with. Um, so you always have to be cognizant of that and always try to grow in uh, to that person that, uh, that, that you see yourself in the future or the person that you need to be to achieve the next goal uh, and the next level. 
That is so fantastic. Yeah, and I need great. to repeat what you just said. So basically your best thinking got you to where you are. So wherever you're, wherever you are in life, good, bad, wherever you think you are, you got yourself there. And just financially, you should look at things in terms of security first, independence next, freedom after that, and then significance. And each of these levels take different mindsets. So again, I'm gonna say this one more time, rewind or whatever you have to do on your computer. Listen to that again, because that is such value that MC just gave us all. So let's, let's take, uh, and thank you for that. That was incredible. Let's take a slight detour back into real estate. What kind of space does MC like to deal with? Where, where do you like to invest in real estate? Yeah, so at the moment, it, you know, it, it's changed quite a bit. I mean, I started, my first property was in, wow, it was quite a while ago. 18 years ago, and I mean, I started small too, two bedroom, uh, two bath. Um, and uh, then you kind of grow from there and, and also look at um, different niches within real estate that's undervalued, right? Right now, multifamily has got compressed cap rates. Uh, there's not a whole lot of deals left out there. Um, but mobile home park syndications, for instance, still does provide a really good return and is an asset that's also recession proof. Meaning, you know, if we just look at uh, asset cycles and market cycles, every seven to 10 years, uh, we hit a recession just because of the system that we live in. So um, I'm not a soothsayer, but um, things are very frothy uh, and we could probably see a, a recession uh, in the short term or in the, you know, at least in the next five years, I would say it would be very abnormal. Uh, looking historically back. So positioning yourself into something that also flies um, and does well in recessions is also uh, very important. So that's something that I'm personally looking at right now uh, and, uh, and getting into. Love it. Love it. So if we now look at your business as a whole, where are you transitioning your business for these next five years? Where, where, where does MC go? Where, where is your in run for this next five year scope? Yeah, I think the the the, the podcast is a, has got a has set a great platform for me um, to do a couple of things uh, and reach a lot of folks. So we'll still continue to do the podcast and, and um, we'll build on that that foundation just to, to provide more educational resources, courses, uh, and so forth. So I think I can see that that's especially in the in the short term. That's definitely a focus. And then also from a business side, um, Producers Wealth, which is my company, uh, where we create these systems and processes. You know, we're uh, we're expanding. Um, we're doing we're getting we're doing different things. Um, we've got a, a licensing partnership actually with uh, with Grant Cardone and his team to also provide uh, their uh, their training platform. So to pr bring in a production uh, a production uh, uh, system. So you'll have a production system got to make money. You'll have a liquidity system. You got to protect your money. And then you've got an income system. You got to multiply your money, right? And then it ties into the legacy part. And what that also does, the licensing partnership uh, with Grant Cardone and them is it also takes our company uh, global. So which we've been a US uh, focused company. Uh, we also then have the ability to help clients uh, all over the world. Uh, and um, yeah, so that was kind of kind of the thinking behind that. 
but yeah, in the next five years, I would say, you know, right now I'm looking at, uh, at the next six months and the, and the next 12 months. And that's definitely a focus, but I could see over the next uh, five years that we continue to grow um, producers wealth. We've got clients in about 38 States right now in the U S and then also clients in Canada. So um, yeah, we, we, we continue to expand and grow and uh, we, we were set up in a way to optimize to be able to help as many folks because it's a completely virtual company, uh, which, uh, yeah, which I was kind of nervous uh, at attempting in the beginning. There's not a lot out them out there. So we're able to consult with clients wherever they are all over the U.S., um, uh, U.S. and Canada. So who are some of these rogue states holding out on you right now? Give us to us. We got, we, we got New Hampshire. We got them on the list. We, yeah, we got actually New Hampshire's on there. It's kind. Oh, it's okay. kind of that's good. Yeah, it's okay. kind of funny though too that there's a couple of there's a there's a number of states where there's quite a number of uh, of clients in, in in certain ones. We have a we have quite a number of clients in Washington State, for instance. We have a lot of clients in California. Uh, we've got a lot a lot of clients in in, in Florida. So. Um, it's kind of, it's a, it was just interesting reviewing it too, you know, where, where folks are coming from and what states and so forth. So, but, uh, wherever you are, you know, we'll be happy, happy and uh, honored to, to work with you and serve you. That's awesome. Fantastic. So some, before we let you go, we have some, uh, some kind of more personal questions for you. Um, uh, not too personal. Okay. <laughs> If you had to battle a monster, what weapon would you use? Oh, that's a very, very good question. Hmm. What weapon would I use? Well, you know, you kind of have to be cunning a little bit these days with monsters, you know? Uh, they're very unpredictable. So, um, As anyone with young kids on, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Basing it on the, uh, the Cashflow Ninja, I'm definitely going to... Uh, to take some nunchucks with me to throw nice. it out. Love it. Nice. Love I'll it. bring I'll bring my nunchucks out too. I love it. I love it. So, morning routine. Do you have one, and what is it? Yeah, it's changed quite a bit uh, since becoming a dad. But um, yeah, I still like to get up early. I like to get my workout in in the morning, uh, get the blood flowing. So I try to do that four to five times a week. Uh, after that, I kind of uh, make breakfast and reflect a little bit on. On the day, what lies ahead, write down my goals, uh, express my, my gratitude, uh, and that's before uh, my son wakes up. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I have breakfast with the family, um, my wife and my son. We chatted a little bit, laugh, uh, get, some, get some family time in, and then I head into uh, uh, to the office. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a routine that I like and enjoy and, and gets me off to a good start in the day. That's beautiful. That, that connection with family is key. So do you have some words do you, that you live by? Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, Grant Cardone talks about, you know, success is your duty and obligation. And I really resonated with that. Um, that's something that woke up a lot uh, inside of me. So um, I've kind of taken on that, that mantra too of that it's my duty. Uh, to my family to be as successful as I possibly can. Um, so that's kind of the things that push me because there's challenges uh, constantly, daily. Um, it's definitely not easy. The road less travel is the road less travel for a reason, right? Yes. Um, so that's kind of the thing that drives me that every time things get hard and get tough, um, 
By the way, it, entrepreneurship is the greatest self-discovery uh, experiment that there can be. The things that you think to yourself and the self-doubt and, um, you know, uh, and this, this doesn't end, by the way. I've, I've, I've spoken to very, very successful folks and they even say, no, it still happens. You just have to figure out how to talk back to that, that person. And um, that's how I talk back to myself is, listen, you know, you can complain or you want, suck it up. Uh, it's your duty. So regardless of how you feel, because feelings really don't matter in this world, uh, you, you've got a duty uh, and uh, you need to do that. So that's kind of how I talk back to that person that's still there. I think everyone's got them inside of them. Um, and it's worked pretty well for me uh, since I started doing that. Absolutely Thank you for incredible. that. Well, MC, this has been great. If people can find more about you, where, where's a platform or platforms they can find more about you, your companies, where do you want to direct them? Yeah, and thank you for asking. Um, so cashflowninja.com is just where the, the weekly podcast is. We do three shows a week uh, with Cashflow Ninjas, how to create uh, income in the new economy and in, in, in the information age. And then also uh, I host a, a webinar, an evergreen webinar, at yourownbankingsystem.com. Uh, basically, um, in that webinar, explain all of our systems and processes and delve really, really deep into the vehicles that we use. And by the way, they're just vehicles you know, that we use in the system, real estate, insurance, businesses, crypto, they're just, they're just vehicles, they, they just are. You know, people ask me usually a lot, you know, is real estate a good investment? Is insurance a good investment? I just say, it depends. You know, it depends what you want to do with them in, their, in your system. So we dive into the system there. It's yourownbankingsystem.com. And they can also check us uh, out at Producers Wealth. That's, uh, that's the website for that. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you so much, MC, for all your value. That, that, that was just amazing, amazing content you just gave us. Thank well, you so much. I've, I've really enjoyed this. Uh, I love the, the questions and uh, yeah, and I really love what you guys are doing. So this, is, this has been a great experience. Fantastic. Thank you so much, MC. Well, this is the Real Estate Investing Foundation podcast with Jason and Peely. Again, thank you so much, MC, and thank you everyone out there. We are so grateful to you for listening. Have a great day. Bye now. Thanks for tuning into the REI Foundation podcast. Check back next time for more awesome tips and strategies to launch your new you in real estate.